Hi, welcome to the Pod Buffet, where you'll find an eclectic mix of new podcasts by fresh new podcasters from around the world. Short but sweet, the daily episodes will give you a five-minute taster that will definitely entice you to listen more. Just follow the links in the show notes. You are sure to find something to love right here at the Pod Buffet. Hi, it's Tanya. I created the Teleterra podcast to bring attention to the good work of freelance educators working in natural resource fields and environmental education. I also created it to bring attention to topics that are of interest to these educators. Today's Pod Buffet selection is from the first episode in which I discussed a specific topic with a special guest. During my conversation with Claudia Diaz Carrasco, educator and researcher in Southern California, whose specialty is intercultural competence, I asked Claudia how freelance educators can engage with diverse audiences and develop intercultural competence on their own. I want to have a conversation about how independent educators can learn to engage with diverse audiences. Because the, the independent educators work so much in informal learning environments, you know, outside of school, how can educators do this on their own? What would be a, the smart way for them to even start this on their own? Yeah, I mean, you know, kind of that's a lot of the question. So I first uh, do want to just for the audience clarify that a little bit, you know, like me being like a, an employee from the University of California as a natural resources, you know, like I do work in the realms of higher education, you know, and part of my job is doing these research publications or whatever. Uh, but at the same time, uh, you know, I really am a community-based researcher. So, like, I do have a staff and volunteers that donate their time uh, for us to be able to have after-school programs in our local school districts to host, like, again, day camps during the summer or summer camps, overnight experiences. And so, like, for me, it's kind of really interested to live, like, in the merging of these two areas, you know, whether, like, some people have access to higher education and go to traditional institutions, but they're also having these community-based organizations like, to provide services to the youth that is needed. I mean, and definitely in California, we have, like, a wide variety of diversity, not only, again, for, like, the places where people live, come from, but also, like, a diversity of environment, um, you know, like, a diversity of socioeconomic status, uh, and so I think uh, it's critical for every freelance educator to recognize and to get to know that the community they are living or the community they are willing to work. And for me, that will be the first thing. As you know, a lot of authors recognize, especially when we are trying to, um, to serve diverse communities, uh, it's really we cannot do it alone. And I think uh, that's often the... Uh, probably the oversight that a lot of big, edu big institutions like the University of California or 4-H or any of our local programs like, you know, uh, Boys and Girls Scouts, uh, our local uh, community clubs, is like we all try to do the things in our own. And really what research shows us is that there is a strength on collaboration. Uh, what I find particularly important when you talk to me about this project is that big organizations or the like the organizations that came to mind when it comes to after school or out of school times programs, um, you know, there is like some anchored organizations, big organizations, branded organizations that yeah, they may have the kids with them, but honestly they don't have the expertise 
like when it comes to environmental education, to NITER high, to really providing this hands-off experience for the youth, oftentimes these organization employee college students that are looking for like a part-time job, um, they do like a wonderful work engaging in the students, you know, sharing experiences of being the face-to-face. They have like the high energy uh, just to be in the classroom. Uh, but oftentimes these people didn't have like, you know, the experience for themselves to to develop programs. And I think that for me, that why freelancers can play a critical role when generally it's like people that have followed their passion, that they have like a high um, knowledge of expertise in a specific topic. And I think that when they're able to align their expertise with any need um, that these after school programs may have, uh, it's a strength for both of them. For, for you guys to be able to train other after school staff or um, you know, to design like a tailored program for these um, institutions, uh, but also to deepen in the language of the schools. You know, like I always use this example when I start working, um, partnering with, with educators for me to be able to expand the science contents of 4-H is like, you know, if I take someone outside uh, to see a tree in the school setting for the kids, I can only talk about the main parts of a tree you know this is the bark this is the leaves but someone that has really um spent years of their life like doing youth programs or environmental education programs can have like a way more engaging way to do it um and so i think uh, again just sometimes uh, the organizations may have the resources but they don't have the expertise and i think that uh, freelancers often have like highest levels of expertise but they don't necessarily have the resources to impact uh, the life of many good and i think for me that's the key and that's kind of like uh, when we can align the strategies of saying educators you know what you can offer and how can we make it work so your expertise really goes longer in terms of impact i think like uh, at the end of the day both freelancers and uh, programs that are serving youth and families in our communities, they want to have impact and they want more people to experience these programs or more people to acknowledge this knowledge. And I think that intersection is kind of something that often uh, we don't explore um, closely. To listen to the rest of my conversation with Claudia and to learn so much more about intercultural competence, click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for stopping by the Pod Buffet today. See you next time. Thanks so much for listening. The Pod Buffet is brought to you by a collective of podcasters from around the world who learnt to podcast together. We hope you enjoy the daily episodes and check out the full podcasts. Look for the links in the show notes. And remember, if you like it, please do share it. Taste and hear with the Pod Buffet.